0: Is it time for you to rebrand, for you to refresh your business or your podcast, but how do you do it? What are the steps? And then how do you actually pivot with purpose? Then today I am gonna be digging into that exact process with you. We're gonna go through five steps so that you know exactly how to make this rebrand a reality. I can't wait. Now, if you're in a season where you just need some help getting super clear on your direction, maybe you've launched and it just doesn't feel super right, or maybe you've tried all the different things and you just feel like you're all over the place, I invite you to clarify your calling, which is my 30-day four-step process to getting clear on what your business should actually be, not just based on what the world says you can do or all the options to make money know on exactly who God created you to be. I would love to walk you through this process. It helps you know what your calling is and then how you actually take that call and put it into a five-step business plan, a brand map that will help you execute with so much clarity and so much confidence on what that future business will be. That's at clarifyyourcallingcourse.com. I also have a free clarity workshop that you guys are welcome to check out, which is one hour long on how to get clarity in your calling so you can start a profitable online business and that's at freeclarityworkshop.com. Do you wanna get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or? Ways to get more clients? <laughs> hey friend, welcome to The Stephanie Gas Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business His way. Spoiler: Your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. (laughs) This is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it.
1: Hey stuff, it's Sarah here with the Beautiful Shift Podcast. I am so excited to be asking this question today. And also, can I just say thank you so much for all that you do for your listeners, including myself. You have just been a blessing in so many ways. So anyhow, I have been podcasting since January of this year, so definitely new. And I have been definitely working through a lot of clarity and understanding of what I need to be talking about for my avatar, what I need to be teaching, and how I need to be showing up. So I am just over 70 episodes in, but I do find that some of my pivots in my show are no longer relevant to my original introduction, my first episode that I recorded. So what my question is, is should I be redoing that first episode so it is relevant to the content I am putting out now? Should I just do a whole episode about rebranding with my new jingle, new intro, new outro, all the things? Or is there something else I should be doing? Because I want to make sure I'm doing it tactfully and also so it's not confusing for my audience. So thank you so much. I can't wait to hear back.
0: What's up, Sarah? How are you, beautiful friend? It's so good to hear from you. And to be completely honest, you are not the first person to ask me, how the heck do I you know, rebrand and create, whether it be a completely new pivot, like a totally new niche, or just a small tweak? You know, Steph, can I have a checklist? Tell a sister what to do. Help me out. And I'm like, heck no. That is like way too big. But the way you asked it, I'm so here for this conversation. So specifically... Sarah wants to know, how does she really pivot with purpose? You know, how does she tactfully make these changes in her brand so that it's not confusing to her audience, but it's also not leading them astray based on the old prior content? So I'm really excited to have this conversation about rebranding your business or your podcast or both, and really going through five ways to pivot with purpose. So grab a notebook and pen because we're going to dig in and you're definitely going to have some journaling and some homework and some prayer and some intentional decision-making to do. If you're in a position of, do I make some changes? I've gotten more clarity. I'm ready to really step into exactly what my new niche is. Then this is the episode for you. So number one, the first thing we must do when we want to pivot with purpose is decide if it's a new niche. So if your old niche was productivity for moms, example, and the new niche is homeschooling for moms, you're going to have to decide, you know, is this a completely new niche or was I always talking to homeschool moms, but it was about productivity and now it's about homeschooling. So if that is the case, you know, I'll tell you the truth. It's a lot easier to do a rebrand and a pivot when when the niche, when the who, when your avatar is 90% the same person. So you guys are going to have to make that decision. If it's 90% the same person, we have less work to do, but we still have work to do. If it's not, if there's only 10% overlap between your prior person and your new person, or it's a completely different what, you know, Um, You're going to have to rip the Band-Aid off. So let's do a couple examples here to help you guys decipher if it's a new niche that you're moving into. So let's say that your first podcast was life coaching for career women, all right? And the new podcast is faith and and hearing from God for stay-at-home moms. Completely new niche, completely new direction. We're going to rip off the Band-Aid, which is actually... Step two, but tell—I'll tell, take you there in a second. Okay, so let's do another example. Let's say that your prior brand was productivity and time management for working moms, and your new brand is a home management system for stay-at-home moms or work from—or even if it's just work-from-home moms in general. You're good. Even in the in the former, when I said now it's going from work-from-home to stay-at-home moms. I still think you're okay to rebrand because the what is this is really technically you know the same time task management and then we're moving into home management systems. like it's so similar that you it's it's 90% the same. The one differential is that one woman works and one woman stays home. but the what is exactly the same that will naturally filter itself out. okay? All right, let's do another example. Let's say that your old brand was for network marketers, coaching for network marketers. Your new brand is online business systems for female entrepreneurs. You need a rebrand? Yes or no. Do you, I mean, do you need a new completely new niche? Do you have a completely new niche? Do you have to totally rip off the band-Aid? Yes or no? What do y'all vote? Pretending I can hear you right now.) <laughs> Uh, No, you don't need to completely do a new niche and rip off the Band-Aid. Okay, so go ahead and write down on your paper, is this a completely new niche slash new direction? Yes or no? All right, so number two, if you wrote no on your paper, you're just going to make some small shifts. So number two is only if you wrote no on your paper, make small shifts. Shifts. What kind of small shifts do you make? Well, number one, you're going to need to change your, uh, your art, your podcast art, or your branding a little bit to reflect whatever the new, you always want, like, if you're going to give this business a facelift, give it a facelift y'all. Like if you're going to go in and be like, Man, I'm so excited. You're going to make a you've got to make a big deal about your rebrand. You have to go all in on your pivot because that's how we pivot with purpose. We say I'm so excited about this new thing I am doing. So, I would refresh your art, refresh your branding. Just a little refresh. You don't have to change your colors and go crazy unless that's what you're called to do. Like I was called to do a complete complete rebrand and y'all it took 8 months like it was it was not for the faint of heart but if you're just making a small shift it's the same person probably so they're they're okay with the colors that you've chosen unless it's not professional it's time to do that anyway then go ahead and do it uh you're going to need to change your tagline that's a that is non-negotiable your tagline must be changed slash your tso statement if you have no idea how to create a tagline or tso statement i invite you into Clarify Your Calling, which is my 30-day course to help you create your brand, build your brand, build your podcast brand. And I mean, obviously, that would be a perfect step for all of you who are going through a rebrand right now because you get to sit down with fresh perspective. You know so much more than when you started and kind of walk through that CYC process again. That is at clarifyyourcallingcourse.com. Okay, the fourth thing that you're going to do is actually step three – And then we're going to come back to those of you who wrote yes on your paper. So hang tight. You've got to communicate what's changed and why. Okay, so this is one simple episode. Sarah, this would be relevant for you. After you've done your art, your branding, your tagline, TSO. Oh, also your keywords. You guys got to update your keywords and your SEO. Again, that is in CYC. We talk about keywords a little bit. And then we really dive into keywords in Podcast Pro University and Podcast to Profit once you guys get there. But we've got to make relevant keywords, relevant search engine optimization changes based on your new direction. So step three is to communicate what's changed and why. So this is really just an episode, Sarah, talking about like, you know, oh man, I'm pivoting. And I have no idea what you're pivoting to. But for example, I'm pivoting from productivity to um, caring from God or or home productivity systems or journaling, like whatever your new thing is. Tell the audience, and I want you guys in this in this unveiling, so to speak. I want you to treat it like a launch. I want you to treat it like it's brand new. I want you to go back through the launch process that I take you guys through in Podcast Pro University, or even you can just download my podcast launch checklist and go through the launch um, process again because it's it's new, it's exciting, and tell them tell them why you're doing this. Your audience is imagine them as your best friend. You would tell your best friend, why are you rebranding? You know, why, why now? Like what's on your heart? What are you doing this for? You don't want people to think that you jump from thing to thing, that you're a hopper, that you're like, this is no longer cool or not making me money. Like I want to pause here for a second because you guys, if people think that you have no longevity, you will never have a breakthrough in your business. You've got to stick with stuff long enough so that people see you as an expert in your space. and really that's three five three to five years. Like I don't think people should be making pivots every six months. I think you should absolutely not rebrand before you've been in the game at roughly a year. I mean truly, unless you have some truly divine download or, or crazy clarity that comes through, like stay where you are for a while. Give it time to work and percolate and to hear from God and to hear from your for, from your ideal person. You know, when I rebranded back in March of 2021, I went from the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, which was truly, it began as a podcast for network marketers and female entrepreneurs in the network marketing space on how to build online presence. You know, I talked about Instagram and I talked about marketing and avatar and how to build email funnels. And like, that's where I started. And I really stayed there. It was, man, two and a half years, two years. I stayed a while. My branding was burgundy and gold, which I was totally fine with until the day that somebody said, this brand is so ugly. It looks like ketchup and mustard. (laughs) It kills me. I was so sad when somebody said that to me. Anyway, and then, but I kept on. I was like, whatever. Grab your hot dogs. I got the ketchup and mustard over here. And then it kept like stirring in my spirit. Like Is this really the brand? Is this really it, Steph? Like, are you talking about something bigger than this? And, you know, I had already pivoted a little bit into the faith space, but I hadn't done a rebrand. I hadn't done a pivot. I had simply added faith as a pillar. So I sat down and I really sat with God for, golly, like three to six months. Bonus tip, do not take this decision lightly. Do not make a move before you have heard God's go. Do not do it because we are so easily distracted by what we think is going to make us more money or going to help us grow faster or by, by what someone else is doing that's creating success. We've got to stay in our own lane. You got to stay in your own lane. Anyway, and so I, I really had a lot of prophetic downloads. Um, God spoke to me through scripture, through other people. I had people pop in my inbox and be like, I heard this verse for you. I heard, I saw these colors for you. I had a dream with specifically the branding colors that I have now, my blue, turquoise, gold, and purple. Like it was all divine. I didn't look up. I didn't look at what anyone else was doing. I struggled with the title for a really long time because obviously the Stephanie Gash show is not SEO friendly. But at that point I had passed you know 500,000 downloads and I knew that I had the I had the visibility already to go ahead and brand with my name which was consistently everywhere it was what was already trademarked and so it's really what made sense for me and also knowing that I could change my TSO and tagline at any time and stay searchable. I wouldn't recommend that for any of you who are below 500,000 downloads, but at that point if you want to rebrand to your name, you go right ahead. You know, you've earned it at that point. So anyways, Um, I went through the rebranding process myself, and my goodness, we're going to roll back up to the top of this list. So number one, you've decided if it's a new niche. Um, For me, it was a new niche. I was no longer talking to network marketers. Yes, network marketers are welcome here, and a lot of you maybe are a network marketer. But I was specifically talking to women of God who wanted to build a business from their calling. Do I believe that network marketing itself is anyone's calling? I do not. <laughs> I think network marketing is a vessel or a, um, a road you can take that helps, that helps um, prepare you. It teaches you. It cultivates you. And maybe it's the financial piece that you need to support the call. But the call is something unique and inherent to only you. It is something that is truly so deeply embedded in who you are. It's something that only you can create. It's something that is a secret sauce to um, a blend, right, of your spiritual giftings and your trials and your triumphs and your pain points that you've walked through and God's glory and the anointings that he has for you. And it's, it's literally just you. And then from that thing, A business or or an outcome or a way that you serve the world is created and born, and that's what you build the business off of. That's what you, you monetize. Like, for example, my calling is not teaching people to start a podcast. That's a that's a vessel, right? That's an that is a tactical thing that I teach people to do because my calling is unlocking people's purpose work, right? The thing that God's given them and teaching them how to put their voices into the world to create kingdom impact and glory for God through podcasting, through using their voices and then making money because, hello, it takes money to shepherd the kingdom, right? Like it takes powerful women of God who are not afraid of making income and impact to go out into the world and be the hands and feet of Christ. And so then that's my second step. Do you guys notice how like my calling and my mission is so much bigger than what I'm communicating, right? Like my net says, you want to start a podcast? You sick of social media, right? Like we got to bring it all the way down. Anyway, I'm giving you guys like trainings inside of trainings right now, but I just wanted to highlight this of like, sometimes the rebrand is because you have to be cultivated first. Like you have to try something for a while to figure out, is this exactly right? So number one, once you've decided if it's a new niche, We already went through, if it's not a new niche, we make small shifts and then we communicate what's changed. Boom. Now, if you said yes on your paper, if you said yes, your step, your step, so we skip down to step three now, says we're going to rip off the Band-Aid. So you have to do a full, you have to do a full rebrand, right? If it's going to be a completely new direction, a completely new niche, this is not a small shift. At this point, I actually recommend that you rebrand everywhere. You've got to go all in. So this means you don't keep one foot in the door of the old thing and one foot in the door of the new thing. Like decide where are you going? And then go there. Just go there with everything that you are, with everything that God has spoken over you. And don't be afraid. Um, so what this meant for me was like my website. I upgraded the website. It had a 100% complete rebrand. The colors The email templates, the logos, the podcast art, the podcast messaging, the keywords, like all of it. It was massive. So if you're doing in a completely new direction, you do have to just rip off the band-aid and you have to just go all in. So instead of making small shifts, you are making a large shift. And it is what it is, you know? Don't change that you're called to a new thing because you think it's going to be hard. Of course it's going to be hard. That's the point. Everything's hard till it's not. Now, the very last step, the very last step here is to stay the course. Stay the course. I have a podcast episode that I am preparing for you guys on what happened after my rebrand because it wasn't pretty. (laughs) So many lessons learned and I'm going to be sharing them with you guys, but you've got to stay the course because... I believe that when we do a complete rebrand, in a way, we're starting over, right? In a way, we're going to lose some of the traction and momentum that we've created in the prior brand or business, and we have to be okay with that. So I want you guys to commit to stay the course for 12 to 24 months because you don't want to look, and and you don't want to be somebody who hops around trying to find the answer, trying to find the way. You've got to commit to something, No one will buy from you if they don't think you're in it. No one will listen to you and share you with their friends if they think that you talk about weight loss one day, habit stacking the next day, and then hear from God the third day. Like you're all over the place. So if you're all over the place, nobody actually knows where you are and therefore they don't trust you enough to follow you. Do you hear me? You've got to stick and be sticky and get known in your space, and don't be shaken. Say it with me, girl. I will not be shaken. All right, so our five steps to pivoting with purpose. Number one, decide if it's a new niche. If yes, step two, rip off the Band-Aid and go ahead and do a refresh in all places. This also could mean a completely new podcast, Okay, like you shut one down and you start a new one. That's going to be up to you depending on how much overlap you have, how much blood, sweat and tears. I kept my old podcast and I just rebranded and was okay losing downloads as I as I filtered out people who were no longer the right niche. That's a hard decision that you're going to have to make. Okay, step 3, if no. If it is not a new niche completely, you're going to make small shifts, just small tweaks. This is art, your new tagline, your new TSO, refreshing keywords. Step four is to communicate what's changed and why. Tell your audience what's going on. Don't hide anything. Y'all, like I am an open book and I think vulnerability fosters trust and trust is what equals income and impact, period, end of story. Like there's no two ways around it. You've got to be a storyteller you have to be open and honest with your audience and tell them exactly why you're doing what you're doing. And then step 5 is to stay the course. Stay the course for 12 to 24 months. Don't be a rebranding reba, okay? One rebrand every 5 years, friends. Like let's just be let's let's not be fickle. Let's just dig in our heels and be willing. Now, that's not to say that you can't change a keyword or you can't refresh your tagline. Of course, you guys, of course you can do those little small things as you get clarity. But like a full out complete 180 rebrand, it takes time, energy, resources, and it also is a shift for your avatar, a big shift. So we just don't want to give people whiplash up in here. We want to be like, hey, if you're doing a big thing, you make it a big thing, and then you don't do another big thing like that that would uh, dilute your audience for at least a year or two. And ideally, you never have to because you've really found your thing. Anyway, Sarah, I hope that this blessed you. I'm excited for you. Keep us posted. And friends, if you have a question for me, just like Sarah, head to stephaniegass.com contact. Leave me a SpeakPipe review. I'd love to feature you right here on the podcast. And also, I just want to take a minute and ask you to pause. If you have loved this this podcast or even this episode, and you've been listening, you've been hanging out with me for like at least two or three episodes, you are one of my Lolas, okay? You are one of my BFFs. And I am gonna ask for a huge favor right now that you head over into your app, go to Apple Podcasts, and click that five star rating for me. If you are loving this podcast, guys, that helps me so much more than you know. It encourages me, it helps our rankings as a company, as a podcast. And it also is just super encouraging to keep going. And it's a huge thank you that you can give me. And it's going to take you 10 to 30 seconds of your time. I would truly, truly, truly be so grateful. And I love you guys so much. May God bless you. And I'll see you back here Thursday for another juicy episode. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review pretty please. I hope you love today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way, and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegas.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.